1: Hello, good evening and welcome to the Talking Cop for this Sunday night. I'm Gav, that's Keith, Emma and Shawnee as always. Liverpool 5, Norwich 2 in the FA Cup 4th round today. Liverpool have been drawn a home to either Southampton or Watford. Southampton got a late equaliser at Pickridge Road today. So Liverpool will be at home in the 5th round against either of those two. Tonight we're going to talk about the game we just watched earlier on today. We're going to talk about some of the players in it, as we always do. Where Liverpool are at the moment in the season. And of course I'm going to give the lads a chance to talk Jürgen Klopp, before we finish out. If you haven't watched the match reaction, Matt and Kev have done that straight after the game for an hour or so. It's there. It's available for you on YouTube and to download. So go and do that as well. Keith, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Jesus. Okay. Shani, how are you? <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Jesus, men a few words this week, Emma. How are you? You look like you've come down with the mange or something. The way you the way you're set up there. What's going on?
2: Do I look that bad? Yeah, uh, yeah no, like I, like Yeah, like I said, I uh I had <laughs> I had two uh, low fat meals and fell asleep on the couch, so I didn't have to fix me here. So we uh, oh, set up for on a hat.
1: Okay, good stuff.
2: Someone's Ooh. gonna have to do an intervention for Emma. Yeah. I could weird. have just said
3: you had something to eat instead of telling yeah. you had two fat me of lean sausage. Yeah. I just thought it might
2: be a nice segue into talking
0: about
1: what sausage, far, the far, way way in. In. sausage of the week is, Emmett.
0: No fat sausage of the now. week. Sausage <laughs> of the week has changed, <laughs> Emmett. It's, it's actually sausage of the week. Vegetarian sausage of
2: the week. We had a new entrant into our group yesterday and one of the first things he said when he came in is goes, I'm 16th down four and we were like nearly get the fuck out bragging jeez i won't say who it
1: was yeah fucking hell and i tell you if we fall off the wagon we're just going to eat that person yeah yeah absolutely like that film alive right deadly uh why do we always go up these tangents anyway liverpool five norwich two um in the fourth round the FA cup today a good win for liverpool a good run out for them players coming back but we get on to that later uh keith um yeah I was nothing but confident going into this Um, you know it's a championship side I think they're about 9th or 10th in the championship we are coming in everything that's gone on since Friday I thought look the crowd will be up for it the team will be up for it Um, i seen the under 23s team uh, going around that I think they played earlier today and I was like right there's nobody missing out with that so we're going fairly strong look it's just a run of the mill FA Cup game um, that we just you know we battered aside and, and we're on to the next one
0: yeah i mean you look at the i was confident as well right um without that the side show that's been going on over the last few days i was confident that any championship team at anfield like i'll be asking every cup drawers a home draw against a lower league team so give me that all day long the squad i was surprised at mcconnell's inclusion just that i thought others may have been ahead of him in the pecking order Mm -hmm. but other than that i like this year in the cups club hasn't been just throwing too many of the youngsters in; he's been mixing it up with good experience and new lads and i thought that was a lovely balanced team because even though there was a few experienced lads in there you still have kwanzaa you still have um bradley who are looking for team players do you know what i mean to me and you're excited now to see who the next one is off the line now I like the look of Bobby Clark I think he has a little bit of belt and I was actually hoping to see him getting a few minutes but I thought McConnell was excellent today and, and it's another one that you come away from the game and you're like yeah lovely like the again so show, side on what's sort of happening and the future of, of what's going to happen at Liverpool we couldn't be in a better place you know structurally the, the the setup of the club, the youth setup that we have in place, the players coming through, that all come in and look ready to go. And it's been a long time coming, this setup, and we've seen the likes of, I know disrespect to Billy Cometeo and Reese Williams and the, Nat Phillips and the likes, but this crop of players that are coming in, you're excited to see them because they're coming in and they just look hitting the ground running. They're ready to play with this team, and maybe it is because there's not eight of them getting thrown in at one time. But you're really seeing a group there that that's like, so. Apart from that, everything you know, like everything is exciting, everything is good. I was looking forward to the game, and yeah, good run out, good, good game above. ball.
1: Shani, um, you know there is cup games in the past against championship sides and, and others where we you be going, oh, he's, he's thrown four or five in here, but. I don't know if the option is there to do that at the moment and I, I'm but what I mean by that is, is that we've too many good players do you know what I mean we we have like it's not like oh we've 11 or 12 and, and then you can just make up a load after that you're literally you're literally now looking at the 11 that are on that pitch today the 5 that come on there's a couple still to come back either through injury or, or uh, international football he he we're just in a really good spot, Shawnee, where we can make changes, we can throw a couple of young players in, but like you're looking going, like Trent doesn't start, Virgil doesn't start, Salah doesn't start, Endo doesn't start, Sabazoy doesn't start, and the names just keep going and going and going, and you still look at the side we have out, Shawnee, and it's so, so strong. And he's, I see in a stat the other day that Liverpool have used more players than anyone else, and, and you know, um, they've, they've spread out the minutes more than anyone else, and it just... But today is, is another example, isn't it, that we just were mixing this nearly bang on every week. And we have, not an embarrassment to riches, but we were really, really strong in a lot of areas.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's probably been one of the key assets of where we are, where we are, and looking so strong in each composition this year. And, the house, and, rotate the squad. and it helps then as well when you have lads like Kwanzaa Connor Bradley coming in and then McConnell today and then just not looking like young players, not playing like young players, not looking like passengers in, not looking like they're just being shoehorned in to sort of say, oh, look, well, he's at to get minutes with the first team. They're coming in and they're contributing and they don't look out of place. And that's the thing, if you had a stuck in McAllister, Jay-Z and McConnell today and let him run around, you wouldn't notice too much of a difference because that's the benefit of the system that we have and it's bearing fruit now with the...
1: And Klopp said he's an eight, by the way, and you just put him in the six today. Just yeah, said, look, yeah. i put him in the sixth, there you go. Look,
3: all players can play football, Gav. So it's simple as that. To, and that's exactly what he's done. Going, going in there against the championship side, so, at uh-huh, Anfield, yeah, he should be good enough. But the so there's a dirt now of talent that we're able to use in games. Like We've recalled Owen Beck and he's not going to play now because yeah. robo's back and he probably would have been getting games robo's injury been any longer or oh, joe gomez is, is flying now i playing in that position so looking like, and again this is like i remember last year when we fucking ended up out of the champions league and we ended up in the europa league i always thought to myself well that's part, and part i actually think the europa league is going to be great for some of these lads to get minutes under that belt and it's really shown now it's really shown now with some of them like Again, I think we spoke about it last week on the show before. If if, if Bradley starts against Chelsea on Wednesday or wherever it is, I'm I'm all all right with that. Genuinely, I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about it because Klopp has done a really, really good job at integrating youngsters where they don't look like 18, 19-year-old lads playing senior football for the first time. And... I don't you can't understate how how uh, how big that is. And it's again, it's just showing a clear path from lads who are now slugging it out in the eighteens and nineteens that look if I if I if I keep ripping her up here, I might end up on a preseason tour with these lads and give myself a chance. You know, so uh, no complaints on my end about performance or results. You can you can get these games where you play shite and you just dig it out. But um now the result was good, and it was an it was an enjoyable watch. Like barring the 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 procession that's going on at the minute, it's a bit of a bit of fucking. I I'm already I'm fucking wits end with the eulogies and all. I I think it's stupid. Like the fella just doesn't want to manage a football team anymore. He's not dead, just uh to get on with the business. And I can imagine that'll annoy Klopp more than that. um massively. He even seemed fairly resilient. It just that it just it was a bit awkward to me the whole lot of it and and again you see yeah uh, it seems like some pundits and all are kinda uh, reveling in it a little bit I don't know whether that's paranoia or what, but yeah look it's gonna be like that but today I uh, just had to be business business as usual and and it pretty much was it was a, a very liver pill of this season performance where they get one to make one off and then they get one when my far one up and then there's no real panic at any stage in the game. It's just kind of like, we'll just kind of go about our business. And it's a professional job. It's a very, very professional job.
1: Uh, Emma Jono says there, the senior players don't treat these kids like they're kids. They treat them like they're forced teamers. And and Liverpool done everything on their terms today. They've done everything on their terms. They pick Mm -hmm. the team on their terms. They control the game. Yeah, they get an equaliser, but Liverpool control the game. We go 2-1 up, we bring on... We bring on a couple of lads that, you know, they want to just get minutes into. Like Virgil, they bring in Sabas, Lai, and Trent, who are coming back from injury. Um, they bring them in. Um, they got another goal. They bring on Diaz. You know, they're just, everything is on Liverpool's terms. It's not like, you know, if if you are seeing the subs that come on today, you'd be forgiven for thinking, fuck, Liverpool might have been one-on for a long time here or 2-1 down, when we, and then we brought us, you know, so, you know. but it wasn't that at all, Emma. We're literally making those changes because we want to, not because we
2: need to. That's the, that's the exact point I was going to make. In previous seasons, we've had to sorry, bring Emma. those... Pa- sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry, Pre- sorry <laughs> no, for you, no, sorry. no, yeah, for you. Yeah, for you. Uh, yeah, we've had to bring them on to go and win a game, but today we brought them on to get them legs, or get them minutes in their legs for the games that are coming up. Um, I I would imagine that if we didn't have a Chelsea and an Arsenal coming up, that you may not have seen some of them today. Mm. Um, so it is, I'd say, to prime them for what's coming ahead. The um, point I'd like to make is these lads. So the likes of McConnell, Clark has been mentioned, Bradley, whatever. These lads will have, whilst well, not playing directly under Klopp, they're playing in the in the same system. They know what's expected of them, and. Then you look at Graven Birch. Right? And people are kind of ganging up on Graben Birch. Grabbing Birch has played in that system for a lot less than what those youngflers have as well. And he is only a youngfler himself. So it's going to take time for him. I thought in, in parts today, he played well, but there was still, I don't know want to call it, a naivety about him. You can see that he's still not fully adapted to it. But these lads, it's been drilled into them. He's going to be as good, if not better than those lads when he comes up to speed um, in the system and how we play. um, it's great to see the lads back. It's like imagine being an, an, a Norwich player today and looking to the bench when we're bringing on subs and it's like, well, it's only Trent, it's only Sabasloy, like Robbo. It's great to have so many people back in previous seasons. We've had to play a lot of youngsters because we didn't have a Cater, We didn't have an ox. We had injuries, that kind of stuff we're just in a really good place i think it's the strongest squad and the deepest squad that we've probably had in the whole of Klopp's tenure and oh it's really and 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 the unfortunate thing is is and it's unfortunate but at the same time it's it's really good that i think that this is the best place the club has probably been in since daglish easily and and i'm not even talking when he walked away i'm talking about like 19, eight, eight, late 80s into 1990 since since we last won the league this is the best feeling around the club um since then and i'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit later on that whoever does decide to come in is like it's it's gift wrapped for them um it's all set up and i think that was his whole idea um of going again this season so yeah, it's, uh, it's it's the best feeling I've had. I, I was too young to to understand, really, back in the 80s when they were winning things. I've, I've lived it. I've gone out drinking. I've had sessions. We've had trips away and all that kind of stuff. This is the best feeling I've had as a Liverpool fan.
3: It so- sounds like a bit of Stockholm syndrome there. You
2: now
3: I, mean? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we no, I, I, I know what you're saying. I do know what you're alluding
1: to, but... Can right, can I, can, I add, can we talk about some players, Keith? Um, yeah. Bradley, we'll start with him because you know he's been excellent since he came in. I think he comes in way at Bournemouth. He's in, but there's a game before that, isn't there? What's the game he plays?
0: Before? Comes on against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Comes on, then. yeah, and then he, he plays, plays the two, games plays two Fulham, Fulham and then Bournemouth yeah. as well yeah. in
1: between, and you know. I think he's made one mistake in all them games and that's letting harry wilson inside him for the equalizer do you know like. um and that's late in the game he's a, he looked a bit leggy for me late on in the game and that's fair He's a, easy he's um but today keith right and i know we hate going you know way over the top and stuff like that but i watched him today and went you just saved yourself a transfer here yeah. you've actually just saved yourself a transfer if you want to go and do trend in midfield and i'm not the biggest fan of that but if you do want to, that fella can play right back for Liverpool, in my opinion. And I know it's early doors, I know it's a small sample size, but it's not like he's playing a game and you go, Oh, there's good bits to him and I'm not sure. He just looks like a Liverpool right back. And, it, and going back to what Emmett said, it gets drilled in and they know when they come in what they have to do. But today, Keith, defensively, absolutely fine. Probably against their most dangerous player down the left-hand side. And offensively, he just gets better and better, and you can see the confidence growing him because that that, that goal for Nunes like he's, he he makes the whole thing. He's a mentor.
0: I know you said he looks like a liverpool right back but to me he just looks like a liverpool left back and the smell of andy robertson young andy robertson often when he came in the parallels are just and i'm being flippant but you know i know what you mean but the, the the parallels with robertson's style of play if you remember them first couple of years now look robertson still i think he's still quality like but them runs, the powerful runs, winning the ball, snapping into the tackle. The Darwin Nunes goal showed it. He wins that ball and he just drives at them and pushes at them. I thought he was brilliant. Uh, I think he's. I do agree. I think one thing we'll go on to the Jordan Clappiola Joyson later on, but he said it in his fourth of press conference: was you know he'd love a team of local-born players and not have to try, not have to sign players, all that sort of stuff. And we're seeing a situation now where. Whoever takes on this role, if they play their cards right, they don't have to do much work to the squad because we have a player in Connor Bradley, who, if you use them and I think we have to use them I think the mistake you can make with these kids is you just never play them. Yeah, yeah, you, you just think they're mean?
1: really good, but you never actually do anything with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? I think the it, it, you have to be willing to rest even if it's a half an hour at the end of the match. You know what I mean? Just give them minutes and keep them involved and keep them motion. Because he's gonna save you a fortune. Now jarell Quante, another one, just looks made for Liverpool. Um these players that come in there that well, they're not going to be a force choice at the moment. They're going to be squad options. Corpus Jones, this year, in the last year, Corpus Jones has made himself one of the most important players in the in the team. And that's what you want to see from these guys. So you look at um Bradley and I'll put my hand up I didn't think Bradley had maker at Liverpool the early stuff with seen of him in the U teams and all that and I was like oh, I don't know I don't know and absolutely wrong because you go out on loan and this is the, the thing of the loan system I don't know why we send players to high caliber teams on loan i.e. Carvalho going to Leipzig and not getting any minutes where you send them to the confidence that Bradley gets from a year at Bolton. He's that player of the year, the fans player of the year, and comes back flying.
1: He wins Look all at, three at Bolton. Yeah. Uh, and says it there, he won player of the year, young player of the year, and players player of the year at Bolton. And Dylan Rook says he saw a video of a Bolton fan talking about him, and they said he should have never been alone there because it was crystal clear from very early on. He, ha- he was ready to play at a much, much higher level.
0: Yeah. But that confidence that you get from playing and tough legs down there i know this the quality isn't great in the lower legs but that tough do you know what i mean you're getting the shoe kick there with you so you do have to get that sort of um that that physicality into you and, and i think you can see it in him because he flows into tackles he, he uses his body well i just think he's he's definitely an option to have going forward and you can't ask for more than that as you say you save yourself a fortune maybe not on a maybe not on a forced choice player, but I no disrespect here, but you don't have to sign a simacast. You don't have to waste your money on a simacast type of player for yeah. say 12, 13, 14 million yeah. to be a backup where you have one there that you can put the trust in. So little things like that can really, really help you out with a squad.
1: Yeah. And like, we seem to talk about Jarell Quanta every week, but like, again, he just plays there today and I don't even notice him. You know, and we've all said that when Jarell Quanta plays before, you don't notice him. He just plays, just plays his game. And what I liked about him today actually was he f- he's fizzing the ball around a lot more than he usually would. He's actually fizzing balls at people now where it was a bit kind of, I'll give it to this fella, I'll give it to that fella. I might hit the odd rake him on, but he's absolutely just like... Mi- do, you know, do you know what I love to see in a centre-half? Do you know when they're playing, right? And he decides he's missing out that midfielder that i usually come and get it off. Him, and he's putting a boy down to the fullback. He's just bang, bang. Or he's putting it to the winger. And like, the, I thought once was excellent at that today. Bradley, to me, just up and down... Wins his, wins his battles and then when he gets forward, you can see more and more of him, you know, starting to become comfortable in those positions. Yeah.
0: Getting and how many times have seen him making them little runs, you know, the little darts, the man forward, the box and, you know, they play the little triangles and he's on his heels. He? Yeah, yeah. They give, it, it's amazing, like, he, he's up the speed on that, they're popping yeah. it in and he's going. and If give giving go it. for the
1: nails one, but he actually, he wins yeah. it. Plays it gets inside, and then he actually looks because you'll see if you watch it back, you see the Norwich player thinking he's playing this inside. Yeah, again. yeah, and, he's and he just the drops oil. the shoulder and gone. Yeah. And, and times the, the second assist
3: is how it is world. <clears throat> the ground <clears one throat> <at, throat> yeah, it's, it's impossible to defend and easy to attack. Yeah. It's ridiculous yeah. the, the, the level cross. of to be playing No, he, he hits it into the ground.
1: Yeah, he that's what I'm saying. But it, but there's so much pace on it that you can't do anything. Yeah. You can't.
3: Do, and, and if you're attack, if you're an attacker, you only have to touch and it's going the net. Yeah, if you're to yeah. defend, that
0: you're afraid to bleed and touch it because
3: it's so gone into been, the He's been so impressive. And a I, I thing for me with young players is, what do you do when it's not going well for you? Do you go hiding it or do you get torn and everyone? And Willian, who's been one of the craftiest wingers to play in the Premier League for time, still is so an excellent footballer. Exactly, an excellent footballer has been an excellent footballer. Was having his way with them at times in both of the games. And he never went down. Them. he was only in, always in the He was tenacious. Even you could see when he comes on against Arsenal, he locks Martinelli up. You know, like he's a huge channel talent that I, I I fully agree with you. It's it, it's gonna save Liverpool a lot of money, as will Kwanzaa, and that's that's what you're fucking at. That's what your academy is for. You know what I mean? That's exactly what your academy. And he seems like a good lad as well, and he has a bit of snide about it it's green shoots all around I, I I think, know, I think the lord he's found his way into the team and this is where little injuries can uh can kind of benefit you because you're unearthing these gems like robertson goes out with a shoulder injury Simicast not too far after and now gomez has had to find himself in a position where you're kind of going again now i love Robert to death but if gomez starts on left back on chelsea next week nobody can have any qualms because he's been fucking brilliant since he's come in he's been he has he's hardly put a foot wrong the only thing he hasn't done is score which is yeah. a uh, which is a narrative i can finally like i'm, I'm really enjoying that whole joe gomez You're getting dude. on
0: board with that one
3: yeah <laughs> yeah i like that one yeah, yeah. look again it's just well, we're in such a good position in terms of um, and we were always thinking about we're gonna need someone like walker peters we're gonna need an english yeah. right back to win there we don't anymore because connor bradley's there and he's gonna play. and look we thought to go about the fucking that calvin ramsey lad because it could have easily been him but unfortunately, he's just got the shit end of the stick, where his body's fucking just hasn't worked out for him. And look, he might still come around and and, and win and might be competition, but it doesn't look good for him. Uh, uh, and that's that's the only way you could say it. Look, like, you know what I mean? So ground is he? Is he getting
0: ground pains and still?
3: Oh, he's, he's had, so a, so had so he bad. had a bad he had it done his ACL didn't he? And then Did come he? back. He just yeah. look that yeah, he's, he's
1: come back. I think from Preston on loan, he's come back from there. And I'd say it's probably a case of trying to get them right for next season. and might be another loan, um, yeah. but, but we'll see how it is. And uh,
3: with Keith as well when he talks about sending these lads off to top teams around Europe. It's not always productive. Like, once about the Bristol Rovers last year. And again, like down, like I really like Le- Levi Carwell, but I wouldn't swap him for Gwanza And I'm being, yeah. I'm being deadly serious when well, I say no,
1: that. you wouldn't because it wouldn't. mean you're having to spend 60 million quid on what you believe is probably... Jarell Quante. do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and that's and and that's not that's not. People think you're being a bit flippant when you say that, but if you look, there's a big enough sample size between Levi Carwell this season and Jarrell Quante this season, all right. And oh, both of them? I think they're both fantastic defenders, really, really good talents. Actually, you could probably look at them in the future and go, they'll probably partner each other in England, um, for years to come. We each other.
3: Never They never fucking. Yeah, love. you ne-
1: you never know, but but like, I don't. You could tell me Levi Levoy better than Jarel Kwante, and I, I go, okay, but he's not sixty million pounds than Jarell Kwanzaa. And that's that's the difference there. And it's it's an interesting team because I want to I want
0: to come to a layer when, when we talk about where Liverpool are and, and the future and stuff like that. But Emma On that point before you move off, though I know you want to move on, but there's still place if Liverpool want to buy a, a Levi Cowell, they're in a situation now where they can do it. Because there's not a huge rebuild needed, so even Quanta coming in there means Caldwell can come in as a centre back. He's not two, three centre backs. You know what I mean? Matt Dip goes there. One comes
1: we in. We need three centre backs next year. You never know. Yeah, that's true, man. Eh? You, you know. Never know, especially if Mourinho gets the job. Um <laughs> I Emma, we talked a little bit. You know, we we've seen all. We have talked about all the players, and and we go through a couple of the goals. A couple of them are really good, but. Um, just, just on McConnell because people did think that Bobby Clark might might, might play and I, I was listening to um, I was listening to the Anfield Raps reaction to what Neil Atkinson was saying that the manager probably feels he owes McConnell a start because he's been on a shitload of benches and hasn't seen an awful lot of football barred a couple of five minutes here and there at the end of the Europa League games and and Bobby Clark has he's kind of gone. on he's on the League Cup semi-final and stuff like that but the more interesting thing was Klopp going yeah McConnell's really good played a great game kind of you know, um, really an eight. But, you know, we, we just put him in the six. And that, again, Emma, goes back to what they have around them. Do you know what I mean? Like, he might have struggled in that six today if he had Bobby Clark and someone else beside him. But it's not. No matter who we're bringing on, it's like, you're grander. And it's like someone said earlier. They're treated like fourteen players, so go in and play. You know the sort of way. But I thought the young lad was brilliant again today. He snapped into tackles. Yeah, there's a couple of offence, which there was from a couple of players, but... Overall, he's a great assist. It's a brilliant assist for the first goal of his left foot when he looks predominantly right foot. Um, just a really good, what would be possibly his full debut for Liverpool. I thought he was
2: excellent. He was, Yeah, he was unbelievable. Wanted the ball all the time. you love to see that. Some lads can come on and kind of not really want it, but he, he was shown for the ball all of the time, giving and going. Like you said, tra- throwing himself into tackles. It's not a bad thing. I think the second one is a bit kind of... He needs to be mindful of that one. But the first one was excellent. Um, you're saying he has a lot, of, like, it's the players that he has around him. Even today, though, we, we've already spoken of it. Like, you've got Joe Gomez, who's playing left back, who doesn't normally play there. You've got Kwanzaa, who's only newish to the team. And you've got Bradley. And, and even Kanate's still on the Aeonfla. So it wasn't even like he was playing with Trent, Kanate, uh, Van Dyke, and Robertson. Do you know what I mean? The, there was inexperience around him as well. And I thought he handled it brilliantly and i it was i think it was probably cramp in the end because he, he covered nearly every blade of grass um he looks about 11 um like he's really young looking mm. um but uh yeah no i thought he was he, i thought he was exceptional and a, yeah you write the ball in unbelievable i
1: love, um, I, love I don't him. i I, I, love, I
2: don't think you'll probably see him again this season but what a what a debut like
1: yeah and I, I love the fact that Curtis Jones jumps on his back to celebrate with him. You know, mm-hmm. as if to go fucking fair play to you, you know the sort of way because yeah. I always look for the reactions of the established players towards the young lads when a goal is scored and it's kinda you know, you see some teams they kinda give the young player a pat, yeah, fair play and they're, you know, my mm-hmm. mates are over here want to celebrate with them. But it's not like that. Like Nunes runs to Bleam Bradley's it's go yeah, brilliant. Do you know I mean? team, yeah. brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely brilliant. You Nunes have to remember as well as
2: Jones used to be that chap. Jones used yeah. to be the lad that only came in every now and again. So yeah. he knows he's been there and look they they all have but I don't know where is McConnell from? Is he is he a, from I I,
1: I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I couldn't look, tell you where he, he's from. I'm not going to lie. They've you. not all,
2: they've not all come through the academy. Jones has. He knows what it means um for a player. So yeah, it's great to have someone that close as well as all the other other experienced players as well. But um mm. I thought it was I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, exceptional.
1: Let's talk a couple of goals before we move on, Keith. Um, let's talk to Darwin Nunes. It's a great ball by McCollins, a really good header by Jones, but he's he's kind of has that thing where Jones hangs around the left hand side and has finished quite a, a couple of goals now, um, since the back end of the last last season. I think um, we're, we're coming in off that left hand side, but. The Darwin Nunes one I've been banging on for ages about him getting like a, a poacher's goal and he gets one at Barmouth near the end but this one was really satisfying for me as well because it wasn't a forced time finish in the box and it wasn't a tap in and it wasn't a court he hits one, he hits the post a few minutes earlier but this one is where he's put in gets a touch time to face up the keeper and puts it in the bottom corner and the range of goals he's getting and I know it's Norwich but the range of goals he's getting is starting to widen for me and um, I love that. I, I much prefer that goal over, say, a header or, or, or a, or a tap-in or one of those that call him on to go in. That one there is a real kind of... air number nine is put through on goal. He takes a touch and he puts it away. Really good finish from
0: him. Yeah. He, look, I'm a huge Darwin Nunes fan. I've, I've said it from the very start. Um, he, he's, I understand people getting frustrated. But we're starting to see him taking the chances and not... And look it's only the last couple of games so i don't want to jump too far ahead of myself but he doesn't look to be snatching as much as he was you know he looks to be composed and look I don't i want to say something about liverpool's attack that might sound might get a few volleys for it like if mo salah was sold yesterday or in january the start of the thing and this isn't about mo salah by the way it's, it's about the others I think still think we'd have the best attack in the league with the lads who are there because they're all starting to come to the fore now Gakpo's not prolific but his play is excellent nunez if he continues in this vein of form i said it last week i think nunez is one of the highest ceilings in world football he's not there yet but the ceiling is just fucking absolutely there <laughs> jota is just a fucking, a killer in front of the goal and then diaz is a, is a bag of tricks you know we've got these players that are all starting to after sticky starts after bad periods in the likes of diaz's case he's had a, a tough time but nunez is starting to look like a striker he building that confidence he's taking his chances earlier he's he's, he's more conviction in his chances and it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Do you know what I mean? It'll be interesting to see how he develops. Because I thought it was a great goal today. Again, Bradley done all the, the heavy lifting and puts it in. But yeah, really, Nunez takes a touch bang into the corner. They're the ones you want to see him scoring. And uh, yeah, I was delighted with that. I think he's. I think he has all the potential in the world, Nunez. And I think, you know, if we can, again, harp back to it. We don't know who's going to be the manager going forward. But if they can sort of build on, on what's there, they have an absolute super I the to make and I'm starting to see him looking much more convincing and with much more conviction
1: he walks his he walks his rocks off in fairness to him yeah. and his link off plays. <clears throat> and his link play is getting better and better and you mentioned Gakbo there and Gakbo links it all together as well and drifts a little bit and stuff like that but Shawnee, Diogo Jota gets one today um, and as soon as the defender misjudges that I'm like he is burying this he's not even thinking about it he's just burying it because that's what he does but he was outstanding today for me. Um, his movement to go over at times and kind of give Bradley options on the ball was was he was there all the time. Um, he seemed to be sneaking around the back as much as he could, dropping off. He had an excellent game today, Diogo Jota. bar like he he scores a couple into the cup, but they're acting the bollocks in the last ten minutes. Yes. Let's be fair. Um, but it's all round game, Sean And I've heard so many say it. And like it's hard to disagree. You know we're banging on about players coming back. We're banging on about this player and that player, and him, but he is pivotal because if he either starting, he's a nightmare, or yeah. coming on, or coming on, he's just so intelligent. Yeah, he, he was brilliant today, Sean.
3: Yeah, he's clattered. Look, the only sort of up until recently, the only um criticism you'd have with jo- what I would anyway, people might tell me I don't know what I'm talking about I'm talking about me how, but um, is that. If he's not giving you goals, he doesn't give you much else. And that that has sort of been the kind of a story of his Liverpool. And it's not a bad thing because at the end of the day, he's in the team to score goals. But yeah. we're seeing a lot more of it from him in recent weeks since he's come back from injury. Again, his moment terrorising. Again, early in the season as well, away at Newcastle. He doesn't doesn't get a goal or an assist, but he's fucking brilliant when when he when he plays there.
1: When we when we have yeah. ten. Yeah. Oh, he's he's, unreal. He's, he's unreal incredible. when he comes on. Yeah. yeah, he's incredible,
3: yeah. And he's done that in a few games this year where he's had massive effect on games without like, contributing with a goal and assist. And that's huge from him. I do, again, I wish it. If Jota stays fit and um, we're, we're in the show with all the pots, he's going to be pivotal. He's like um, a few basketball aficionados in the chat. He's like a Ray Allen sort of player where... Look, if you if it's not going well for the main two fellas, if you give it to this fella, he's gonna do something like that, and he's a close eye, and he can, he's clutch, and he, he feels he like he been, has
1: a really massive goal in him at some stage in some competition. He's,
3: he's game winning moments in him. He, yes. he always had. I think he's been fucking brilliant since. He, the only thing, the only thing he could level at him since he's come into Liverpool is his durability a little bit. He's missed a lot of football, and look, that can happen. That's that's just the way it is. But when Jota has been fit in large patches. He he's scoring goals, and um, I do, I don't think that can be disputed. Um, this is probably the longest run he's had in the team now for a while. I don't touch wood. I just if he, if Chelsea stay stays healthy, we be well well golden. He's a fucking he's a brilliant footballer. Watching him play, he's a killer.
0: He's an absolute killer. Something about that is, and all say it, we've said it all the time about how nunez even if he's not scoring, he's occupying the centre backs. You know, Jot is the exact same, but in a different kind of way, because he's not going to be, and he does mix it with them. He does be sort of throwing them all over the place. But when you know he's there, you can't leave him alone. Do you know what, what I mean? You sideways, can't let flow. If, if
3: nunez finished like Jota he'd honestly be worth 180 million. Yeah, man, I'm not even joking. You. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a it's a red raw fucking racehorse flying machine that finishes everything that comes his way and look I might come to new, uh, going back to Nunes as well I've seen a bit more variation in his finishing which is fucking exactly what needed I don't want them just fucking slashing at everything and run yeah. everything in but like Keith said when the ball rolls in behind and there's nothing but goal and grass between them you know where it's going yeah. Like keep was never even seen to say the shots. Yeah, he
1: always—it
3: yeah. doesn't, always doesn't
1: even give the keeper a chance to set it. Right? No. He just drops yeah. and he's just—I'm I'm smashing this in today. He's Clean. class,
3: and he's, he's been fucking brilliant since the day he walked in into Liverpool. And well, go put my hand up. I was—I was one of the people in the summer that was saying. If a bid came in, you'd let him go, and I have to be honest, I'm completely wrong on that. Yeah,
0: I'll put my hand up there. I think I agreed with you. I was wrong on was that. I oh, didn't. So like a, I, I told you they're all fucking idiots. and I was, yeah, wrong. no, and you were right. So, when we're we wrong, wrong,
3: we say we're wrong. That's what yeah, we do,
1: yeah. Of course, we yeah. do. Wrong, we won't go on, on that hill. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's just great to see because we were worried about Salah going away, and let's be honest, where right? we talk about killers and we talk about. Big games, big moments. Salah has is and has been for so long for Liverpool, and just to see these lads, and and I'm I'm delighted with it because they've literally just took it and went. Salah's away, is he? Grant, right? As far as is that Grant? Let's just share this around and let's all start banging in goals. Always like Diaz gets away one away at Fulham, he gets one away at, at Arsenal. You know, you see Nunes getting goals, Jota's getting goals. Gakbo's, Gakbo gets a really good big one in the Fulham game, the first leg. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, we just keep doing this. And then the lads backing her up and, and coming back into the team. I would say a
3: classic King Kenny goal. I've never seen Doug play, obviously, but I've seen all the compilations. And it's Matt King Kenny just looks like he's lashing volleys in the box all the time. I don't know yeah. whatever way football worked out back then, but that that's exactly where I was. Just, just putting his foot through and now no keeper getting near it. Yeah, but just not giving
1: that. them a chance to set. That's yeah. dropping. I'm hitting it. You're not getting yeah. a chance to plant your feet or push yourself anywhere. And the keeper just wow. had no time to react. He's um,
3: really, really, really good footballer.
1: And, and you know what? Just keep them fit because I don't care if there's five or six of them and you're only playing three. That doesn't matter. Honestly, I'm telling you, we turned up to Arsenal next week and you said, and you told them, listen, Salah's back. Uh, Nunez is playing and Diaz is playing but by the way Gakbo and Jota will be on on 65 Arsenal are going to bleed and bag themselves I'm telling you no no doubt <laughs> about it they're absolutely going to it themselves um, and you've, I've seen Arsenal fans already going ah oh, fucking great Jota's just running into that lovely bit of farm there before he turns up at the Emirates again and it's all it is in their head and they'll probably come out and try to put a game to bed against because they know this fucker's coming on yeah
3: there's another game in the time. I'm talking about when he comes on against Arsenal in the FA Cup, he
1: He
3: absolutely bullies Saliba. You can see Saliba going, hold on, what's going on here? And then Gabriel has a go up and then he's getting right on the two of them. Like, well, you can fucking deal with him. Yeah. He's just
1: trying to pass him off. (laughs) But but, Emmett, there's there's two more goals in the game and and two of them I'm delighted over. Um, low with a great corner, right on the penalty spot. and. Berger just, no doubt, just plants it. And he needs to get more goals. He should get more goals because he ends up, for the biggest fella there, right, you know, hide what you think he should, but they usually he's marked out, you know, they're all over him. Finds a bit of space and he has missed a couple of chances this season. We go, Berger you should probably at least get that on target. And mm-hmm. I was delighted over that. And I was delighted over the last one for Gravenberge because I thought he put an awful lot into this game today. And yeah. the fact that he left them on for the whole game, was telling for me. They're trying to get him into that rhythm because he obviously has talent. He breathes by people as if they're not there. But it's just more ways for Liverpool to score against you and more different players scoring. And We're getting them from everywhere. We're getting them from centre-back. We're getting them from full-backs. We're getting them midfield, wide, up front. They're coming from everywhere. And, you know, Liverpool... As good as they were you probably say in certain seasons yeah but we know we stopped this fella and this fella they've nothing else it's it's starting to become really difficult to stop liverpool because you don't know where it's coming from
2: one of those seasons was last season yeah i don't need to meet how many goals did we get from midfield
1: if we got five yeah yeah um
2: and i i i think we saw something different with the corner today so like we're always talking about Nunes' contribution. Nunes blocks off two players to give Van Dyke that space to hit the header. But Sobasley's delivery, like it's unbelievable I don't like I don't want to say Trent shouldn't be anywhere near any more corners, but he should be hanging around the edge of the box trying to get knockdowns and scoring goals. Sobeslay has some sort of a heat seeker in his feckin' boots or something like that, because it literally lasered right to his head. Yeah. He and you can see Van Dyke giving just, him the eyes. He doesn't, doesn't pose just, much
1: spend on it. That's what no, it is. He doesn't uh, bend yeah. it. He hits them flat and, flat. and uh, you know, I'm not does, saying he's hitting it with you know, he's guiding He's He's hitting it with with his laces but he, they're, they're coming off flat. So all you have to do is get on them. You're not having to walk out the pitch of the ball at all. But I mean.
2: well, we, we remember a few weeks ago we were giving out, we're well, not giving out but just like we were worried that the forwards weren't scoring but we were still getting goals from midfield and, and look where we are now. We're in every competition top of the league. So but now they've hit form. And I think Pep said during the week before the Fulham game, they're obviously aiming for a, a time where when we had Mane, Firmino, Salah, it was always like if Salah had a drop off, Mane picked up the slack with the goals. If Mane dropped off, Firmino picked up and, and they all chipped in. And that's what you're kind of seeing now as well. Salah's like there's days, seasons gone by where Salah gone to AFCOM was kind of like the end of the world. Like you said, like who's going to score the goals? It doesn't seem to be an issue at the moment. Again, touch wood, long may it continue. But um, yeah, it, it's it's really exciting. There's goals from all over the park. I, Gomez is getting a goal this season. I don't care what anybody he says. He hit one in the
1: fourth half, and I was convinced it was in.
2: Oh, it. so did, I thought it was in as well. But he's definitely getting one. He spoke about it in that interview. I've not watched it at all, but he spoke about the whole goal. The the actual ad for the Predators when it's Joe Gomez, yeah. like it's it's coming. A hundred percent, it's coming, and it'd be it'd be great for him to get it, obviously before the other lad, the But I I think I'm I'm on, on bombarded with Chris Brack. I think it's gonna be a big one when it does come. It's gonna be a it's it's a match winger, winner winner or a cup winner or if, uh,
1: give it give it to me in the ninety fourth of ninety five minutes, Wolves are home last day of the season to win the yeah. league, and I I swear to Jesus Christ, I'll never ask for anything again, Lord. I mean, <laughs> um, but look. We've touched on some players. We've touched on some goals. Liverpool are true, but I want to talk. I want to talk about where we are, right? Because I, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to the media, and I think the media are still trying to play us down a little bit, which is fair enough. It's four competitions I get, but it's very difficult to win one. Never mind four of them. But Keith, like, I'm 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 always optimistic, right? And I'm always I'm not telling you. I'm not gonna come out here and factually tell you Liverpool are definitely winning one trophy or two or three or four, but I believe we could win them all because I always believe every game Liverpool can win or are going to win. You know me, I very rarely even predict the draw. Um, but when I look at it, like we, I said it earlier, we're playing all these games on our terms. Like genuinely, like today, right? Norwich equalised and the reason Norwich equalizes is because for me, Curtis Jones. Has a three on one situation on the right hand side of the pitch and decides to hold on to the ball and doesn't pass it. Now they break down, they get a corner and they score. But it seems to me like unless Liverpool hand you something, right? You're you're getting fuck all. You're not playing through us. You're not, you're not walking us. You're not. It's it's basically if Liverpool make a mistake and it's usually a kind of drop off in concentration for a second, you might get something off us. And with all these players coming back, Keith, like Salah's gonna bounce back in here going. Fucking fair play, lads. Do you know what I mean? Right here, we fucking go. Endo's going to be the same, and you can see the boys coming on today, buzzing. I, I can't see Liverpool losing many games between now and the end of the season, Keith. If we get these players back and that little bit of luck, where are you on it? Do you do you think? Ah, look, take one, two, will be a bonus, and but
0: take them all. Fucking, I
1: go think we should everything. go for them all.
0: I think the way Liverpool are, I don't think Klopp is the type of manager that throws them away when you get to a certain stage so he'll throw away a tour round FA Cup game (laughs) if he has like this is a load of bollocks I'm not going to do that but when what what round do we go into now the fifth round is it? yeah what's left after that is the the quarters four semis I mean we said it earlier all you want in this is a home draw against a lower league team I'm not getting another one now for the next round so you look at that you look at the squad we have against what we said at the start of the show We've never had a better squad, so you don't need to rush uh, Mo Salah back in. He will do, but you don't need to rush a Trent back in, a Robo back in. We could use it and attack these three competitions. The Europa League, I'm not too familiar with the the way that thing operates because is there another round of crap in that before we even get back involved? I don't know. Yeah, when yeah that there's a round. There's a
1: round now, mid February, and then we come back into it mid March, I think
0: yeah so look i suppose a lot will depend on will depend on that but i think liverpool and whether you believe in momentum or not some people don't but i think liverpool are building up ahead of steam and i heard i i i think you know the the news about Klopp will reinforce that that they're going i think they're going to go like animals at everything i don't think they're going to let up or let the foot off the gas I don't think Klopp will let them I think the the reins are going to be off whereas I just think they're just going to go absolutely gangbusters at it and again not relying on 14 or 15 players we've got players there that you know Harvey Elliott doesn't get a sniff doesn't get a mention who's been involved in force teams has been excellent when coming on in games all season Tiago, who could come back at some stage, who knows? God knows, we might see a little blade a little Indian run, Indian summer for Tiago at the end of the season. And how big would that be? Do you know what I mean? How big? I know he's he's clocked, and, and we we haven't really got the we haven't got the probably what we wanted out with Thiago unfortunately. But I tell you, I wouldn't mind seeing him coming in and running and being in games, certainly in your open league games or Premier League games when you need somebody with the intelligence to get on the ball. To, to, to slow it down or to speed it up, not many better or more football than Thiago. So, we've got these lads to come in. I think we're placed to have a real good runner for it. I'd be going at everything, I'd be going at the blade. now. but if it comes down to it, I'd be prioritizing the league, obviously. Over all, yeah, that's where you have to. I wouldn't be if it came down to it in FA Cup quarter final and you have a big league game and there's a Europa League game. I think McConnell see, would I, don't,
1: be I, don't see I don't see where the massive drop off is. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the beauty. Of I, it. Think the, I think that's there's the twenty beauty. players. Oh yeah, but I think the twenty players. I think there's twenty players. Arguably, there now that could make an argument for at least being in every matchday squad and probably looking on. I oh, should probably be playing here. You know what I mean? And that is so so fucking healthy. And um, before we go on, actually, sorry, because I forgot halfway through. Um, our fundraiser um for fan support and field banks and the lighthouse um is ongoing um i know you have all been paid now and so um i can hammer you for it. and um, because christmas is gone and the paycheck for the month come in in january i know it has 25th is the last date usually so i've been watching but the link is in the description if you want to donate every five or every tenner absolutely helps we're trying to get to ten 000 euro which will mean five thousand for each of those organizations which will be massive absolutely massive for them and um, we're going to personally deliver the checks to them both in dublin and in liverpool so to give those organizations five 000 euro during the summer and remember it's very important during the summer because that's where you get the least amount of volunteers and the least amount of you know uh, people donating and stuff like that because people are on holidays and and with the fans apart and field banks there's no football on during the summer so we're trying to do that and get it done by the summer so if you can donate absolutely do so um the football prizes prize this week the link is in the description It's cody Gakpo signed and custom framed jersey along with a load of other prizes that are given away during that draw i think you have until next wednesday to do that um the 31st um they've they've a load of them sold already but the link is there if you want to a bit of cody Gakpo gear that's absolutely there as well and if you want to become a member of the channel Four-year-old month. Hit the join button. We're having great crack all these things. A new one launched last week called um, The Greatest. And it was a brilliant show where we're discussing the greatest sports people of all time. So, um, Shawnee, where are you on this? Because I've said it there, I don't see the drop-off. There is a drop-off, don't get me wrong, from the absolute nailed on, whatever you think is a starting 11. But with what's gone on over the last... For three or four days now? Um, I just I can see this manager staff and squad just gone. We're leaving everything out there now. We're leaving everything out there. Nothing to worry about. This the, the world ends in four months, so let's have a go at it.
3: Yeah, yeah, I do think that I think um, maintaining momentum is going to be the big thing because it can can it can become fuel in one stage, but if it starts to go wrong, it could it literally flips on the other side and then it's a, a kinda a draw to the to the finish. But I don't think it's gonna be like that. I do I, I feel like being deadly serious, I think if Liverpool win the next two games good luck stopping them. I genuinely I, do, I feel like if we win the next two games then we we're gonna be in the territory of winning eight, nine games in a row on the league. Um, not to say we won't drop points, but I do think it wouldn't be completely beyond the point. And if we manage to get to the game against City in Anfield, well, and any sort of lead and we beat them, forget it. Because I think uh, narratives can run. I think narratives will run. We're seeing different ones now at the moment, but I think with a ahead of steam. It's definitely, it's not beyond... Don't forget, like, we were fucking two bounces of a ball away from it going away a couple of years ago. And I mean, a real quad. Not that this wouldn't be a real quad, but, like, the quad, that's never been done before a quad. We were literally a couple of bounces of a ball away. It was two games of football, literally. We, We were going into... We went into the last day of the season thinking we could win the Champions League FA Cup and the league. Into the last 20 minutes of the Premier League season thinking... We could win the Premier League, Champions League, and the the FA Cup, and um, so it, it's it's definitely possible. Um again, you're gonna need to use the usual the local injuries, the local decisions. And um, but I feel like the other thing for us is that we actually have some players coming back who might be vital in run-ins like Thiago, and you know. So it's fucking it, it's definitely there to be. And if if this doesn't teach you anything, the news during the week is to just enjoy game by game before you get fucking earth-sharp renewals that we got, is that this should be it anyway. Like, people always going on about, like, for me, and I said this already, give me the fucking journey over the destination 10 times out of 10, because this is the destination now. The destination is we have a definitive date of when Jurgen Klopp is going to be gone. And it's either going to be after a Premier League game at Wolves, a Europa League final in Dublin, or a, an FA Cup final in Wembley. We have a definitive date in May 2024. He's out the gap, all right? And you spent years worrying about where we were going in the meantime when you should have been fucking, focusing on the journey and enjoying the journey. And that's that's what it's all about now, is for the next fucking three or four months rowing in behind this fella because he's earned the right to make the decision he's made. And he, every single one of the fans... That have tickets between now and the end of the season, and every single player in that squad, our oh, fucking debt and a gratitude to that man that he goes out in May on top of a bus wielding loads of trophies with the love of the world and knowing exactly how much he's... And and that's that should be the outlook. That should be the outlook. I don't think there should be any room for fucking negative thoughts in people's head to thinking that it, it can happen, but it shouldn't happen because. But is
1: there for you? Is there enough? Is there enough? Maneuverability yeah. in oh, this squad yeah. to to oh, manage totally. those. Totally. I think there is
3: totally, totally. And the thing is, Gab, it's not. Um, no disrespect to Europa
0: League.
3: Uh, the Europa League could get sticky, but you're, you're not going to a fucking. It, there's no potential of going to a burn about for a two-legged. You might have to play Leverkusen. You might have to. There might be a few other sticky games in there, but we should be favourite nearly in every game we get in the Europa League That's <clears> way looked at. and again yeah. like Klopp's alluded to it before the Europa League final in Dublin be like a home game he said it himself he yeah. said it would be like a home game so look there shouldn't be you like, we sh- we shouldn't need pep talk for this to players let's be fucking honest and to be honest with you who knows how some of the players are feeling in the squad
1: yeah.
3: might yeah. be some of their la- it sh- it might be, it might, be it might be their last roll of the dice as well I, I do get the feeling something tells me that a few of the senior lads have known for quite some time that Jürgen won't be around
1: and I think yeah he never he never put a time on it because no, I, he I just do. said I he do. told he told yeah. he told him in private and stuff like that yeah. and then when do, Virgil was interviewed yeah. he kind of didn't put a time on it because Virgil it would have been very easy for Virgil to go yeah we got told yesterday morning yeah. um, in a meeting yeah. and stuff like that Um, and I think they did get told that morning in a meeting but I, I, I believe you're right I think a couple of the senior ones probably knew. Yeah, feel, I, I know.
3: It's just a hunch. I, I, honestly there's fucking no way anyone could know.
1: Well, proper possibly. order would probably mean that they did because they yeah, probably well, were I told think... and, and saying, Listen, you're gonna be the lads now that kinda to have to probably answer a few questions from the younger lads or less experienced lads. So you kinda put a little thing in place we, for so there's as, so as somewhere for the players you, to go yeah. to.
3: As a fan you die for the man and as a player I'd imagine that I I'm would fucking feel the same way and genuinely um I, I do I think if, I, I general if we get six points in the next two league games, I can honestly, We're going honestly to try and enjoy. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not joking you because it's just City will be thinking that's a tricky week for them, and then going away to Arsenal and and then you're forcing them to be perfect again. And although the Bruyne is back and all, I I don't think they will be perfect because the, the systematic issues at, at City I'm seeing this year. I watched them against Sports that night weren't great. Weren't great. The, the, lucky in the end, they'll have to come to Anfield and win. Mm. And imagine, right? Imagine what Anfield will be like.
1: Yeah, if we go yes. in there five six clear them, yeah, um, it'll be it'll be beyond yeah. fucking madness. Yeah, Emma. I've talked there to Sean about the manoeuvrability within the squad because usually what happens is when you go for these sort of competitions and, and in hindsight, when you look back on 21-22 on for Liverpool, they were probably running on fumes a little bit towards the end of that season when it came to the Champions League. And I think they were a better team in the Champions League final. And I think if Steven Gerrard and his fucking mates had, a, had their heads screwed on, we would have won the title, right? But when you look at this, Emmett, this, this feels to me like sometimes... It can be an excuse, you know. We only have so many players, and we're playing so many games. But I think the mixture of a lack of excuse here and what we know is coming in May is just the perfect fucking fuel to go right. Fuck it, all in. Everyone's going for fucking everything. We're not laying off on nothing, and I can bring any of these twenty in here. I can get a job done. One
2: hundred percent, and we were running on fumes, and I think players were overplayed, and. The fact that we're in these still in the four competitions, I think it's not a hindrance to us. It's actually only going to benefit us because you've a lot of players to please, and a lot of players will want to play in big games. The more games you have, not going to say in in terms of number, but the competitions. So this week you're going to play in the FA Cup, or you're going to play in the, you're going to play in the League Cup final. You won't play in the next league game. It's all going to be laid out in front of them. Like you said, there's twenty. I'd probably argue maybe twenty three lads that would all be pushing to get a position in the team at any one time and i just think the the longer we stay in them the more kind of they're going to be hungry but they're also going to be there's not going to be i'm not saying that there would be because it's the now dickheads real but you just don't want somebody say like getting their nose out of a joint that they're not playing it's going to be plenty of football to be played and um, we change like so like you said you're you're gonna play until sixty, then you you're gonna come on for half an hour. There's loads of football there to keep everybody happy. I think I I texted into the WhatsApp earlier on and I just said something special is happening. And yeah. I think that's I think that's what, what's gonna happen. And I've not watched many videos on club. If you come across them, you, you see them, whatever. I don't watch through them because in my view, all these kind of compilations of them holding trophies and all of that. I, it's not, not even necessarily too early. I just think they may have gone too soon because there's going to be a lot more photographs with a lot more trophies come the end of the season that they're going to have to need to add to it. So Yeah,
1: so you, 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 you're you still firmly on the ball <clears> I'm <this> fully, <throat>
2: yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm always you on the
1: You've you a fully topped up league card. I love it. Um, listen, we've done a couple of shows on on the, on the departure or the impending departure of of Jürgen Klopp, and um, come whenever the, the last game for Liverpool this season is. Like he said, it could be Wembley, it could be it could be Europa League, it could be the Premier League. We don't know what date that could be. So I think it's the nineteenth, the twenty second, or the twenty fifth or sixth of, of of May, right? But you, none of you have been on on any of the shows since it happened. So I want to give you the opportunity to say a, what you think of it, and b, more. B who would you go for and what would the reasons be? Um now let's be let's be perfectly clear on this. Nobody knows who Liverpool are going for. Nobody knows if they're gonna go manager, coach, plus fucking sporting director f- director of football. Nobody has a fucking brace. But what would yours be? Keith go on I'll let you go first
0: yeah look i think we all sort of expect the sparring director to be announced and um, soon the Schmadke thing was a stopgap uh, i think if klopp stays on i think Schmadke stays on because they yeah. seem to work okay in the summer happy enough where how things were going but i think they need to put a situation in place where I'm not saying you you don't want to have a, a clop again, but you don't want to be reliant on a messiah again. And we love a messiah. There's nobody loves a messiah more than Liverpool. Yeah. Um what, big, horse, big, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, big in the Messiah scene.
1: Um for, <laughs> or big in the Messiah scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, we're well, big
0: big on that circuit. Huge name but, in the Messiah scene.
1: Yeah.
0: We do love that and you know, I, I I get sucked in all the time. You know what I mean? But I think they'll look to get a director of football or sport director in, and and think Shani said it earlier they're looking at the Bournemouth lad um, might you mean in the WhatsApp looking at the lad at Bournemouth and it could be that Shani has also said and Andrew then saying that they're Ralph Raniac, Ralph Raniak could be a great show yeah, for a Spartan I, there. It I think well. it'd be brilliant but I think I think they're gonna make the right decision I'm confident that they're gonna do the right thing now <clears throat> the name's that are getting bandied about look I want Xabi Alonso I think he's the best young coach in Europe not just based on Leverkusen he'd done great work when he went into Sociedad he's one of the most intelligent footballers we've seen like Xabi Alonso We've seen him for years at Liverpool run games, dictate games. He left us and he went to bigger things. You know what I mean? It's not like we're, we're judging this on a stint at Liverpool. I think he's amazing. I think he could really, really be the man. But I think Ruben Amorim and Roberto De Zerbi are big candidates as well. And I think either of them would also be good shots. De Zerbi, I, I sort of was, wasn't into him at all. And I'm starting to turn because I've I think the Zerbi, way. the Zerbi thinks so much out of box. He reminds me of Bielsa, and I love Bielsa. And I just think he does these things. I think by Liverpool are set up now. You can't go like joking about Mourinho. We couldn't get Mourinho now. We're not built to have some late showy or a Eddie How or a, you know, one of these cabbages coming in. We're not built. We have to surely. We have to get a, a coach in that will work with the squad that we already have there, or else what's the point of it? So I think you get someone like a, a Deserby or an Amarim, but it'd be Shabby it Alonzo for me. But they are coaches that like to play progressive football, uh, intense football, and that's what we're built on. So yeah, look, whoever it is, I think it'll be Alonzo. I hope it's Alonso, but I wouldn't be heartbroken if it was Deserbi or Amorim. Because people go like, oh, Amarim's the hipster choice. Some I don't know, no, I don't know who
1: that man is you're talking about.
0: There's a good team, sport in Lisbon. Like, okay, they've
1: been a good team manager. for a few years. I, I haven't, I haven't got a clue who he is. I watched, I watched a bit of Leverkusen last night, and look, like, it's genuinely the first time I've ever watched them. And I thought they were a bit, um, I thought they were a bit Arsenal under Wenger. To be honest with you, I'm loads of triangles, that. just loads of triangles down the sides of the box, trying to get in behind play teams and. Um, and Gladbach or whoever they were playing defended really really well but you could see the intensity which I liked my argument for Alonso and a Rania kind of thing or someone along that lines, is I think Alonso coming in I think he's probably the fella that has the freshest ideas and also will be most open to what the squad is there rather than say somebody coming in going yeah, that's a great squad you have, but I'm i this big ego and I'm gonna get rid of a fucking four or five of them and bring them in a bit like Sunes did in the early nineties for Liverpool, right? Um, that would be my argument for the Jabby Alonso. I'm going the other way on the Serbia. I used to really like him, but I think over the last little while he just he just annoys me and I think he's friends with guardiola as well. So he's, he, I think he might be a bit of a shy back. That was um, Alonso. So uh no but Alonso's not a great mates like the Zerbi is. Um so that would no. be my that would be my argument. They're um, all on the WhatsApp. Alon- they're all on the WhatsApp. <laughs> I wonder how, the, how big they are in the Messiah world Are they as big as us? I don't think so um, Egypt are out with the place Nippy Carpathian worth? Yeah, Nippy Carpathian yeah. pat- 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 <laughs> Egypt are out of the thing, so t- Salah will be playing Wednesday night, which would be great. Uh, <laughs> back Salah, back <laughs> back Salah, back Obey, James yeah. Brown going yeah.
0: on the stage, back fucking on. Just, LA and Escape to Victory. Yeah, you just <laughs> yeah. tomorrow
1: morning, Salah just popping out of the axe at full gear and I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, he won't, obviously. Uh, but that's where I would be. I, I think Javi Alonso makes the most sense, and not because of who he is or who he's played for, I think because of his outlook and the. Uh, the the stage he's at in his manager's career to handle him a squad like that I think is the least disruption. Believe it or not, I think it's the least disruption. That's where I am. shiny where are you on it? With Klopp, where are you on it? Where would you go with it? Yeah. Um, and then I'll let Emma finish us off before we go.
3: Yeah, obviously I had a few days to tune to it. The, the more, I think, it's, I think the timing is right. Um, I know a lot of people won't agree with that but the more I think about it, I think the timing is right. Um, I just, uh. It's one of them things you had in your head that was going to be a little bit further down the line than it was. But um, he obviously hasn't feels like he hasn't got the goal and Klopp's earned the right to, to make that decision for himself, in my opinion. Oh, um, I, when you listen to the interview and he says, when he's seen the quality in the squad, he felt it was an apt position to probably pass it on to the to the next manager and kind of, I do believe him when he says that Um I, I probably think if Liverpool went complete shambles for the first half of last season I think there's a chance club probably would have turned around at this stage last season and said the same thing And um, I don't think he wanted to leave the fucking the club down at and Wreck I think I, I don't like any of the conspiracies around that coming out around I do, one thing I will say is I, I do feel that the probably the anarchy in the structure where a lot of key bodies leaving does lend to club probably taking on more than he needs to and probably accelerates it by maybe saying another season, you know? Um and I think that's gonna be that's going to be the that's the big challenge for FSG for me. Um is they need they don't need to replicate cup. We're not going to get another club. No, you're not. But I think I think we need to go away from the idea that there's going to be a club. There's not going to be a Liverpool way. There's not going to be a Klopp way. There's not going to be gegen and There's not going to be this. There's going to be a new manager with a new style of play. He might have similarities and characteristics of a club football team, but they won't be a club football team simply because there's he's a generational manager, and I don't think pe- people don't shouldn't get married to the idea of that. I don't know. I'm aware that the, the unknown really excites me, Gav, for some reason. It, it does. The, the unknown, and
1: oh, I'll be quite happy if I know it's not Thomas Tuchel
3: Yeah, no, well, it's not going to be Thomas Tuchel <laughs> no. Sean, that's, that's, that's all I need to know. They, they, they're saying that the, the, the search is data driven, and I believe them. Oh, I think that's the way they should go. I read up about your man. He was the, the fellow who was walking at Bournemouth Who done really good walk there in the summer with, with the sign, and he's made. And apparently, is basically that sign is a uh, uh, Michael Edwards protege. And I think we just need to go back to having structure because I think there's a what club has done and club's team have done in the last ten years at Liverpool has provided this platform for us to kick on under the, the next sort of stewardship or whatever it is the next custodian in the club let's say the revenues will be there the new training ground is there anfield has never looked better it's never been bigger and i feel there's a really really good bounce of a good young squad there i'm all about jabby alonso i think not that he some players just get it alonso play for liverpool almost won everything at liverpool Look at his football and education. Look at the managers he's played under. Look at the way he played football. Look at the football he's playing now. It's all it, it, it just perfectly aligns for me with Jabby Alonso. Um again, the Xabi Amarim, I get it.
1: I think if we're in shy, shiny, if we're in shy, I don't go for Alonso. You need a, you need a, you need a more experienced no, head. I d- no, but, but- I,
3: don't, no, I don't, I don't, I see. But Gav, that's the thing is, I, I think what what Liverpool fans have to do now. And it's again whether you're in shite or in nothing. You have to trust yeah. exactly what yeah. comes in. If you if that means trusting a with a rebuild, you fucking trust him
1: with a rebuild. Yeah, I, I, I said it the other day. Whatever, whoever comes in, we must show patience yeah. to this. Family. And
3: again, look, it's we're living in a world where it's fashionable to be reactionary. But look, let's be honest. It, it, the the, minor, the voice in the minor, minority, has never been louder. But let's be honest, it doesn't really. It doesn't speak for. The fucking the whole of the fan base. Alonso come in and he'll be a dart. He seems like a good bloke. And again, based on foundations that Klopp have left, this is where the whole no dickheads thing will fucking massively benefit an incoming manager because it's not like the thing that's driving me to fucking up the wall about this whole thing is people comparing Klopp to Fergie. He's nothing like him. Nothing like him at all. Didn't even manage like him. Not the same type of player. Not saying that Ferguson is the worst cunt in the world, but he's like, over. no, but he, he's nothing like him. Klopp never, Klopp, Klopp would protect players instead of fucking them under a the bus. He, he, Klopp never. He, he always looked after the squad and the players that were there, and he trusted people today. You never. There's no real disgruntled exes of Klopp coming out going while well, he was a fucking winger. You hear Prince Boateng talking about him glowingly. Gives every gave everyone a fair shake of the stick and that'll benefit the next manager coming in, whoever it is but I'd really like it to be Alonso I don't know why I have it in my head I'd become fucking married to the idea of Alonso and I probably shouldn't have I probably shouldn't have, but I'm genuinely there the unknown really excites me I do feel it's the correct time for Klopp I'm looking at him in hindsight and the man looks dishevelled and he looks jaded and he needs time out and he wants time out and he should be given time out and he shouldn't have to turn around and say, I hope you accept my decision and I just want him to.
1: Oh, no, I need every little pool. Let the man live.
3: Let the man live. He took us to the... You are lucky enough if you are... And I know Emma is and I know Keith is and I know you were. We are talking in that stride. I mean, enjoyed every second of it along the way. If you spent the last two or three years moaning, pissing and whinging about, stuff you couldn't change. I actually feel sorry for you because it's the biggest slap in the face for, for people like them now who are going, oh, fuck. You know, like, you yeah, don't know You're going to cr- you're gonna um, have
1: to cram an awful yeah. lot into four months. And again, I
3: said it in the WhatsApp today, I'll finish on this. Listen to the songs ringing around Anfield today. His song didn't get sung. Your have four scouts at Tommy. You have songs about Daglish. You have songs about Shankly. You have songs about ex players. Liverpool was there before a clock came. It'll be there when he goes. He's solely a custodian. He'll be forever remembered. People saying build him a statue. He's way down the queue at the moment in in for statues. for me. King Kenny hasn't got a statue yet. He has a stand. Jared deserves a statue. Klopp will get his flowers. I love him because he is one of the most influential men to mm-hmm. ever to, to lay hands on this floor. And we've been fucking so lucky to have him. Yeah. At, at this time in the game, and it's just showed sure that modern football doesn't suit jürgen klopp i don't think and i think that's another reason 12 30 kickoffs short refs small games coming next year he's saying Fuck this i'm going on my holidays leave yeah. me alone and you, you know,
0: think that war them down the teams, the referee is the fight The constantly fighting and i think yeah, the refs all have had it in for of and he's oh. constantly having to battle against them. I think that the I think I think the biggest. Out. I think the
1: biggest. He looks it. Johnny's right. He looks it. He does. He does. And, and listen. I don't listen. I I couldn't give a bollocks what, what what his reasons are. If he's come out and, if he's come out and said what his reasons are, you take it as his reasons, and you go listen. You can't turn around and go. We fucking stood by you and we were shooting and now you're running off. Stop it. Do you know what I mean? He like he he could have went at any time. He could have went to any club in the world any time during this tenure, and he's decided that. He's thought about it. Certain real life situations have made him think about it. And he's given us his reasons. You accept it and you move on. Um, Emma, I'll let you finish off. Where do you see this going? Because Alonso is just a name that keeps banging out there. Um, there could be a curveball in there, but I think he's—I think he's just the obvious choice.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll just talk on just clap for a, a second, then I'll get oh, yeah, to yeah. the fact that. Shani can't be married to Alonso because the idea of cause I am. So uh with the uh, Klopp's announcement. You, you've you started message.
1: learning Spanish and all, haven't you, Emma? I have been, yeah. Yeah, Sean yeah. fluent in it.
2: No, yeah, well I'm using to head off he's will, he's, he's, he's got his own love, personal duo. Alonso Spanish <laughs> bro, he's yeah, ah, but he's no different. Spanish
1: Tomato, tomato, Shawnee.
0: It's
2: like <laughs> we, we heard on I was, I was working away here the other day and got a WhatsApp from Keith into the group and it just says Klopp's gone and I thought he was doing that, is a fella on Twitter oh, Ian Doyle when he's gone from his press conference and I actually reacted and I laughed at it and then literally a split second later yeah. the, the article came in and then your head is just spinning and I went from something's after happening, he's not well his missus isn't well and whatever and I, I was in disarray I was nearly well enough, I told you that. Because um, he has brought us like our best times ever supporting uh Liverpool. And Sean is right. If you've pissed a mound about him for the last actually, in fact, if you've ever uttered the words clap out or typed the words clap out in any other way other than being sarcastic, you're a fucking tick, right? Yeah. Because this is this is it now. He's gone in the summer. When I watched his video, the interview at three o'clock, and he said certain things. I started kind of like Sean. I'm not I don't know whether i will accept it, but it, it explained a few more things. Yeah. Um he's nowhere near like Fergie, right? Number one, Klopp is like the person that has his will all done and dusted. He's leaving a couple of gaps to his daughters and his sons and all that kind of stuff and a few bob. Fergie lived fucked off and basically didn't pay his household charges, all that kind of stuff. He still all of this had to be paid he he left the bag of shite for manchester united club is walking away like we've already said on this show the best and deepest squad that we've we've had in a long long time he's also not going to be sitting in the stand like laser in his eyes into the back of the new manager's head he's literally walking away and riding off into the sunset um he is the best thing to happen to liverpool in a long 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 time I hope he's just going to be, or the next manager's going to be to him, what Paisley was to Shankly. Shankly built, very, very similar, built up into, like you said, a bastion of invincibility. Klopp has done the same. I think announcing it early, I was like, oh God, why is he doing that? I think he's right to do it now. Looking back on it now, I think he was right doing it because... If he walks away and we've only won one trophy at the end of the season, it's all because we were shit or because we He's didn't win this. On. He's done it now. We're in everything and we're, we're on track to go and win everything, right? Or we can go on and win everything. If it's a case that we go on and win everything and he walks away in a blaze of glory, brilliant. But also we knew he was going before we, if we don't win anything. So I think it allows us to kind of come to terms with it. I think the fact that he mentioned it in November. then oh, it, Bend, it shuts my, down all the conspiracy theories.
1: Hundred percent,
2: yeah. So, um, well, it didn't for a, a couple of hours until I, well, yeah, sorry, but that we get a minute. Um, so, I think it's good. We will get it out of the way. I don't think every game should be singing his name and all that. I get that he's asked that, um, but it's a celebration from now till the end of the season. Sean, he said something today. We're all going to be fucking devastated at the end of the season, regardless of whether we win four trophies or not. So that's why I'm fully on board with us winning four trophies. Because we don't, none not winning the trophy is not going to be near as devastating as him going. I just hope it is in a position for Alonso is my pick to come in. He's played for the club, he knows the club, he knows the fans, he knows the city. It's I think it's a seamless transition. My initial pick would have been Linders, but then you hear that he's gone. So I would say Alonso to come in and basically. I agree. Director of football, I think, is probably long overdue because Klopp probably got to this situ- situation because he did take on too much. <laughs> you don't want all of that work going back into the hands of somebody that FS. I know they're going to uh, appoint this person, but I think there should be somebody there. I like Ranek. I don't know the guy from Bournemouth, but if he's do- doing good work, we should maybe look at the likes of Brighton. They're they're people that are are their oh, director of football how oh, is he no he went, there. he went to Newcastle oh did he alright um, I just think I like the idea of Alonso coming in Um I think he suits it he does play gang press and I listened to an interview the other day saying that so it's not going to be too dissimilar or the way he plays I don't think will be too dissimilar to the way the players are I think it's the least disruption so for me it's Alonso
1: okay before we go Sonny. sausage of the week
3: uh Jose Enrique. <laughs> and uh, Jose Enrique and anyone who rolled in behind him like a fucking easy for two hours before he got made a tick out we yeah. again conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, I want more to Klopp than to fucking buy into them conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a disrespect to the man. Yeah, that. I think corners uh, back the, on the the, an hour and hour over, over the owners. He wouldn't. People saying, "Oh, no, I'll come out in NBA," he literally come out and said it. Otherwise, he wouldn't. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think For the me, thing with Jose like, like, Enrique was he was literally quoting what Klopp had said, and then says, "Are you saying that?" But this is what I think, and I'm like. Why are you thinking that? Why are you even asking him? Do you yeah. Know, yeah. know what I mean? does so, is yeah, is he doing? He, he is Sausage the of the Week. Voice. Dylan O'Rourke wants Rashford as Sausage of the Week. Did he go out for a few gargles and then decide he didn't I want play for to play this game? there's yeah. nothing wrong with
3: that. Lash, yeah. Happens
1: as all. many players have been been ten ten high can be morning.
3: Sausage of the Week. went can't already had a day off.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. How many players have been knocked for on a Sunday morning? They put their head out the window and go, that's fuck off, I know was out last night, And you just get all in the van and head the match put it this way Rashford had have done that in the
0: 90s
3: and there had been no camera phones around yeah. that wouldn't have been yeah, safe,
0: yeah. there you go pla- his is- manager his manager today did you see that slate in Newport County after the game what nothing I oh, was like uh they done nothing they do nothing, and you're like mate they're bleeding near the relegation zone in League two He's fucking scrape by them keep yeah. your bleeding powder dry he is an absolute dose I, and, I, I didn't and watch any of that clock be thankful we don't have him. Yeah,
2: I didn't watch any of rat and I expected United to have the likes of their academy players out and everything, and it was like a full, strong eleven. Yeah. Yeah. With the keeper because he's at Afcon, but he had yeah,
0: a, yeah the, the full choice. They played more. Oh, yeah, it was he's a very very
2: strong yeah. Cameroon should have saved that airline fare for him. but he got over <laughs> yeah. there, late. He played one game, conceded three, and then Zero. <laughs>
1: ran up to a fella and told him how to take a free kick and your man just ballooned it into the stand. <laughs> some crackity. Anyway, um, that's about it for us. Um, yeah, that's about it for us. Uh, loads of shows coming this week. Of course, Liverpool again play on Wednesday, so we'll have stuff around Chelsea, um, reactions and stuff to that. Um, we should have the member shows, uh, I think Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week, um, 10 a.m. We will have some Premier League chat. We, I was going to say we might do a transfer show. There's no fucking point. Um, we will be back with The Greatest. That's another member show. So if you are not a member, go and check it out. Do us a favor. Put it in for a month. It's four quid for the month. You get about 20 shows across the month. And if you like it, you'll stay with it. If you don't, you won't. But I think you will like it. And there's a great mix of stuff in there. We're going. We're trying to get Keith to do another version of the, another episode of The Helm as well. Yeah. We're trying to get hold bro. of another Someone else out there to do that as well. So um, loads and loads coming this week. Um, so make sure you check out the links in the description whether you're watching now or listening later for the fundraiser. Literally, just every if everyone watching here now gave a fiver, right? We'd be fucking flying. If actually everyone watching now and and that downloads goes in and gives a fiver, we'd we'd probably clear the ten grand. That's being honest with you. Um, we would clear the ten grand. That's being honest. So. If you can, please do. The link is there. And if you can't share it, you know, like you say, there's loads of people out there that are really hard um, and struggling to make ends meet in Dublin and in Liverpool. I'm trying to split it between both. So if you can, please do that. Don't forget the football prizes thing there as well. If you want to put yourself in for some Gakbo gear and and loads of other stuff as well. Um, That's it. Emma, anything else before we go?
2: Is there any slots free on Wednesday night in the pergola?
1: Um I don't know. I'll see. We're having, a lovely, we're having a lovely time in the old cinema golf Bagola, are we're watching the matches? Me and you. It's a lovely night to be had and I the weather's getting games. better. Um I'll see, Emma. Um, I'll see what I can do. Keith, anything else before we go?
0: No, no. Look, it's it's been a bit of a, a mad few days, um, digesting it all, whereas the dust settles down on it all. I agree with what Sean you were saying, the time is right. Um I agree what Emmett said, you know, the announce it now and let's see where we go. I'm excited now for the rest of the season. I was excited anyway. But as Shawnee said, the destination is uh, the destination is the destination, but it's all about the journey. And now we've decided that we've got a six month or a five month journey here to go for Blade and everything, and I'm excited for that, and I can't wait.
1: Good stuff. Shawnee, anything else before we go? No, all good. Um yeah,
0: tough a tough weekend,
3: there the Liverpool Parish but look we'll, we'll get to it probably for as long as I've known all these lads club clop, clubs looked after the team so look we'll go on again I we, we think we'll be okay actually I'm I'm nearly fucking sure of it to be honest yeah good stuff
1: right that's been uh, your Sunday night with the Talking Cop thanks me and to Keith Emma Shani everyone in the chat and um, thanks to me for all your input tonight and um, yeah we'll talk to you tomorrow hold on oh. a
3: sec actually before you go
1: alright did you oh.
3: name, did you name the yoke out your back at the cinema pongo? No.
2: <laughs>
1: no. no. The great you cinema watching the match all night and somebody in one of the Telegram chats said, ah, oh, the Florence Cinema Pongol Pagola. Because uh, it's really quite hard to say. And just Pagola, Pongol, No, You think I named a wooden structure? I oh, have the fucking Florence in my pongo. It sounds like something
0: you
1: do. Yeah, oh. actually, you know what? I might get a plaque done up. Fuck it. Right, there's no show tomorrow morning going no, no, down no, no. the hardware. Talk to you in a bit. Over oh, the hill. Sports Social Podcast Network.